0: My, my my chipper mood has uh, been notched up a couple of <laughs> levels uh, when I saw what you served up in front of me. Um, it, waffles with cho- hot chocolate sauce, um, but the presentation for the listeners is it, it looks. Like, uh it's a picture postcard, like what you would see in a menu. Uh, two lovely waffles. There's a. You know, t- t- you, I'll l- let you tell, Paul, what the listeners what's on this, because well, you went, you put all the hard work in. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so what we've given you is we've given you two waffles. We've also put on there a little bit of, obviously, ice and sugar, just to dust it up a little bit. Uh We've given you a hot chocolate sauce, and I'll just give you the recipe a little bit later on for really kind of a cheap chocolate sauce. Uh, I've also given you there a little bit of fruit just to ease your conscience. There's some banana, some strawberry. And then what we've got as well is we've got a dairy-free vanilla ice cream it's actually a really good vanilla ice cream it's dairy-free it's also gluten-free as well and um, so I suppose one of the things I'll always keep talking about is let the food speak for itself um, you like strawberries and bananas if strawberries and bananas had a really cool marketing team they'd also be vegan you know so <laughs> it's there's a lot of ingredients that we use in a lot of cooking and we talked about this before where yeah. 70 or 80% of your plate is already plant-based anyway do you know what I mean so yeah. if you look at what's on there a lot of it is so I mean chocolate by its nature was normally a very high kind of cocoa content it was only probably about 150 years ago we actually introduced milk into it and kind of watered it down as such but some of the finest chocolate is normally dark chocolate and it's by the nature of it being dark chocolate is dairy free as well and it lends itself to being classed as vegan too so there's foods out there that's easy jump on the bandwagon of plant-based and vegan you know you see a lot of adverts now it's plant-based this and plant-based that plant-based washing powder and all these other bits and pieces so but yep so that's what we've got there we've got two delicious waffles stack them up um and then as i drizzled over there with some chocolate sauce and basically oh th- th- there was a little bit of a uh, a plant-based whipped cream there that we had um because we obviously i bought with me my chief waffle taster uh casey so casey had his waffles there this morning and he, obviously they've passed the test um so yeah so again that's what we've got um so uh yeah it's obviously i, I find the chocolate uh, i find the ice cream and i find that waffles is a great bribe to get you on the show radio
0: uh, well, uh, you 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 say that Casey enjoyed the waffles, but Casey, why don't you tell us? Did you enjoy the waffles? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, so Paul, Paul didn't just make you say that you actually did enjoy them. Mm, yeah, I did. They're nice, but
1: who makes the best who makes the best waffles, buddy? Paul. Better, better, <laughs> better than Mama's, is it?
0: Yeah, better than Mama's. <laughs> oh, oh, you're in it trouble. Is, the, the
1: waffle by itself isn't that. Good, but, like, with the stuff on top, it's better. How to hang me, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, well,
0: buddy. Yeah, that, ju- that just proves the,
1: the necessity for the, the bananas and strawberries. <laughs> okay, yeah, i am going to open my restaurant. The waffles, yeah, and it'll be on the menu. The waffles aren't really that great, but they're nice with stuff on top, <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay?
0: But, you know, what, just to reiterate the point, Paul, like, it, it, people are kind of vegan in a lot of ways without even realising it or, or focusing on it much. It's just the terminology they might have an issue with. Absolutely, but and that's that, huge. As I said, yeah. I've
1: spent 30 years physically kicking down doors and all I want to do now is kick down that mental attitude of and that barrier that people put up towards lots of things. Like you hear yeah. a word and you become defensive and a lot of that is vegan or plant-based from a food perspective. And as Casey like, hit a valid point there is if you was to take say like your regular dinner you don't sit there and just have a piece of chicken that's boiled or you don't turn around and say oh my god you know something I had a chicken curry but the chicken was was you know to die for. It's normally wrapped in a sauce, it's wrapped in a parcel of pastry or it's covered in yeah. something so it's normally the accompaniments that enhance the flavour of the main dish that you're you're selling shall we say and it's no different to my really bland waffles that I've made it's that we we pimp <laughs> them up with some strawberries <laughs> and some ice cream and some bits and pieces but again it's that main ingredient and then wrapped with all the accompaniments because you don't just sit do you know what? I can't wait to go home and have a boiled piece of chicken on its own on a plate with nothing else we don't yeah. do that, it's the pepper sauce, it's the cream sauce it's the pasta sauce, tomato. so we do all those bits and pieces. So what we've got here is a really really simple and straightforward recipe um, so again you can use a waffle iron or what you could actually do is cook them as a, kind of like a drop scone or as a kind of a what's a posh word for a blob and you'd get like that American, stack. There is one. <laughs> <laughs> that American stack of a pancake. Um, so what we got is we've got uh, some wet ingredients and some dry ingredients. So our dry ingredients would be 240 grams of plain flour. Uh, and into that then I put in a tablespoon of baking powder. So because this is dairy-free, because traditionally you'd have things like butter, you'd have eggs in your waffle mix and milk. So we obviously, we're switching out some of those ingredients. So our milk becomes our plant milk, our butter becomes our plant-based butter, and our egg, instead of an egg being used as kind of a binder and a raising agent we're using the bicarbonate of soda and also as well we put an apple cider vinegar but we'll get to that in a second so once the 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 acid from the vinegar meets the bicarb of soda it causes that chemical reaction which is kind of the release of carbon dioxide which gives you your light and airy mix so all we do is into a bowl i put in 240 grams of plain flour uh i also put in there is a tablespoon of uh baking powder and i just sift that just to incorporate some air just to make it nice and light and fluffy now what i would say is i sometimes put in a pinch of salt But if the butter that you're using or the plant-based butter that you're using that you melt to put in if that's salted you really don't need to put in a pinch of salt because it's salty enough as it is so if you put in salt and salted butter then it can be a little bit kind of too salty as such and okay. we're only just putting in that just that suggestion of salt just to kind of enhance the flavors so that's our our dry ingredient then our wet ingredient, we take 350 millilitres of a plant-based milk. So I used oat milk. You can use soy, you can use coconut. You can use whatever your milk of choice is. And then what I put in there is two teaspoons of apple cider vinegar. And the reason I put that in is because, you know, like a a buttermilk, when you make like a brown bread or something like that, it's kind of that soured milk. So what we're doing is we're kind of creating that, and it thickens it ever so slightly. So putting your two teaspoons into your milk, give it a little whisk up, and then leave it for a minimum of about five minutes, because it'll start to do its work. It'll start to thicken ever so slightly, become slightly more viscous, and also it adds to that kind of, as I say, which that buttermilk for want of a better word and then what we do is we get 60 millilitres or 60 grams is the same thing of um, plant based butter and I just melt that in the microwave. I add into that then is half a teaspoon of vanilla bean paste and I put in a tablespoon of maple syrup just to sweeten up this batter mix so what we've got then, we've got our dry ingredients of our flour and our baking powder with a pinch of salt if we're going to put that in we've got our milk with our apple cider vinegar in and then what we've got then is our melted butter with our um, maple syrup or sugar you can put in sugar as well if you want um, and then our vanilla bean paste and then all we do is we mix the wet stuff with the dry stuff and we give that a quick little whisk together literally for 30 seconds and what you get then is this call this like a like a thick kind of porridgey consistency which is your batter leave it again for about another five minutes or so and what's going to happen is you get that chemical reaction so you start to see it it becomes almost like a like a wet splodgy mousse um you don't have to stir it just leave it do its thing and then what you do is you get kind of like a big kind of sp- a spoon or kind of a, a ladle kind of a thing and you have a preheated waffle iron or as i say if you don't have a waffle iron you can actually cook them as like a pancake and all we do is just take a scoop of that, and as you scoop it, you'll actually see the bubble. So it's like, it's like an, a melted arrow bar, you, but you know, like the, the, an arrow mousse, you see all the bubbles in it and yeah. stuff like that. So you just literally take a scoop of that and put that into your waffle iron, close that down, and then after about 30 seconds, turn the waffle iron over, just so it's, kinda, it's making sure that it's kind of seeping down into all the cracks and crevices, and you're getting those lovely deep pockets, which will enable you to fill them with chocolate and cream and all the lovely stuff. And then what we do is we cook them. And again, I suppose dependent upon your waffle iron will really depend upon how long it takes this thing to cook but one kind of easy visual guide is once the steam starts stops coming out of the waffle line is a good indicator that it's nearly ready and all we've got to do is we just literally just open it up and then what you've got is these wonderful waffles now what I would recommend is that that mix will make around about 10 waffles. Um, I would recommend that you just have your oven on low and that as you cook them, and don't tell anybody that you're making them. Because what happens is when you start making them and you start dishing them up, they start disappearing. So it's really it's really hard to keep a stack on the table. God, so make your, me. what we normally do is we normally double up the mix. And what we do is we make sort of about sort of like 16 odd waffles. We keep them, some of them in the oven. And then what we do is we just stick them all out. And then there's obviously like everyone comes out of the woodwork and then just feasts on the waffles. And we keep some back because you can freeze them you could leave them sort of like three quarters cooked and then you can put them back in a waffle iron later or you can leave yeah. them cooked and you can pop them into a toaster and they're a really handy kind of little snack so th- we've made some today we have some left at home so when we go back later on after dinner it's just a case of like 30 seconds into a toaster up they pop job done and then you can decorate them however you wish like and they're a great way to get kids involved because you can put sprinkles you can put nuts there's chopped bananas on there as well like the the bananas you get in the shops and uh, the dried bananas i just blitz them up and so there's so many things that you can do with them and I say it's great to get the kids involved because because, like you know maybe someone else's kids because what you can do is you can fill them with sugar and give them back you know so they leave a, <laughs> they leave totally wired. you
0: couldn't do that with casey casey did you help make this uh no
1: no, no. <laughs> at least he's honest. You're the official taster, aren't you, buddy? Yeah. Your job is to make sure that everything is up to scratch, isn't it? Yeah. And then you give it your kind of your chef Casey moi. Yeah, Mwah. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is the best
0: job to have is just at the end of the production line to be yeah. to be tasting it. I have to say, Nepal, no, this isn't the first time you've um, served up something with, with vegan ice cream, and uh, it's lovely. And again. I have to be honest maybe, maybe this says more about me than someone else I I, I
1: struggle to notice the difference but, but that's again that's all the, that's all we ever ask is for people to taste the food see what it's like see what you think of it and as you said there if you're tasting the ice cream uh, and you and I didn't say anything if I just said I'm just doing waffles with a hot chocolate sauce hmm. you'd just say oh yes yeah, it's really nice thanks very much but you wouldn't turn around and say Hmm. Like the fact that it 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 will stand up against its kind of its counterpart. Now, listen, understand. You can buy really bad vanilla ice cream that's dairy based because it's you know again it's all budget dependent. Or you can spend yeah. loads and loads and loads of money and get this kind of really nice kind of uh, you know like vanilla ice cream that's made with like clotted cream or whatever it be. And you say yeah, it's a fantastic one. So it's you know we we live to a budget. All of this isn't expensive. It's flour, it's milk, it's all those bits and pieces, staples that we have at home. So I understand there's obviously a huge kind of you know budget tightening going on at the moment with the cost of living. So it's not an expensive treat to make the chocolate sauce was so simple all i've done is you know like you get like the hazelnut chocolate spreads yeah there's a there's a vegan version of that a dairy-free version of that and all i do is i literally just melt some of that in the microwave and I add in a plant-based cream so i water it down so i dilute it because it can be quite expensive these these jars of spread so all i do is i literally you could use actually a plant-based milk just to water it down but i use cream because it's slightly more decadent and all we've done then is we literally just melted it in the microwave added in a little bit of cream just literally just stirred that in and then just pour that over the top and it's it's as simple as that it's a lovely little cheap chocolate sauce. i you, You've got your mouth full now. I'm going to have to talk Why? <laughs> listen to Crunching with Alan on Clara FM. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to hear that. I will say though the chocolate sauce as well. Um, it's not super thick but it's Again,
1: I, I, I struggle to, to, to notice the difference. And, and I keep saying, let the food speak for itself. Um, and again, if you, you you drop certain words off of what it is, you drop the plant-based, you drop the vegan, you drop all those bits and pieces, and you just call it food and just say, just taste it and eat it. Um, so that works well for people that might have certain dietary restrictions, as well as kind of a personal issue that you might have where you might want to omit certain things from your diet. But at the end of the day, you can sit there and just stuff your face and say, yeah, do you know something? <laughs> I feel as guilty as the next man.
0: I have to say between uh, vegan um, hot chocolates with waffles and the pizzas um, you're you're doing a very you present a compelling
1: case to go vegan but it's it's just food as I said there 80% of your diet you're there already you know, so I mean, we're, not, we're just turning around, and I think what, what it is, is that we have to understand, and I think we, we can't, I think we'd lie to ourselves if we turn around and said that what we're doing globally, to the planet, uh, isn't doing any harm, do you know what I mean? We are, we are collectively part of this problem, uh, and we can be an easy solve, which is, if we start to switch out certain things, you will see certain things start to change, which is really, really cool. You see supermarkets doing it, the adverts on the TV now, they're really, now some of them are kind of, you know, they'll jump plant-based tea bags, I and mean, I didn't realise, you know, that it might be how they're They might be more compostable, but we're definitely getting more aware of our impact and and how that ripples starts to spread further and further and further and how um individually, as an army of people, we can all march together in the right direction and collectively we can affect change. And yeah. you do because you see it in the supermarkets. You see what's being sold now, you know, you see that, that, that there's are people being more conscious. And the greatest police force I always believe, and you have them yourself, are children. Because uh, as you know, they are the ones that will turn around and say, you know, oh that's bad for that or that's bad for that, or you shouldn't be doing this. They're great little police forces to have in the house with regards to safety or drive driving are you speeding yep. have you got your seatbelts on are you doing this are you doing that can we not have this can we eat this and i suppose it's like the words that you know no parent ever wants to hear like i heard it from my son when he was 16 you know dad and you think yeah something to tell you you're like what's wrong i'm a vegetarian
0: <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
1: <laughs> there's a cliffhanger the big reveal yeah But uh, yeah, so then he went. He went from vegetarian to to vegan. But uh, again, you look at then it's great because it starts to push you. As as I said before many a time, as a chef, it starts to push you. And I think sometimes we get into the groove where most of us could shop every Saturday or Sunday whenever we do our weekly shop without a list because we know that Monday's pasta, Tuesday's this, Wednesday's chicken, Thursday's this, blah blah blah. And it's to turn around and say, do you know what? There are some. There's some just. Put yourself out of your comfort zone. Take something like that. And you might turn me, and say, like, oh, I hate bananas, I hate strawberries, or I hate chocolate. But I'll always say is make that first of all. It's like a journey. It's the first time you make it. You might be a little bit rusty or wobbly, or you might make a wrong turn. And then put on it or make it your own. Add in more vanilla, add in some sh- whatever you want to put into it. You can make those savoury by omitting the sugar. You can put into those tomato. You can put into the mushroom. You can have them savoury with melted cheese and beans. Which you can do so many things. Um, but I say once you get the future involved with cooking uh, and once you've got your conscience that sits beside you, you know, as 8 year old saying, I don't really like that, or those waffles aren't very nice unless you put chocolate sauce on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just pointing you in the right direction, that's all. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, listen, listen to they're great critics to have and all you can ask for them is to be honest and whether you like it or not and that's really cool to do. Yeah, very true. I know. Look,
0: you know, as you say, it, in terms of having an impact on the planet, some people will say, you know, oh, well, you know, me changing to a vegan diet, that's not going to make much of a difference, but I guess it requires a lot of people to think that and then en masse one by one uh, you're adding to the the numbers and the bigger the number gets the more you see
1: change being affected oh absolutely and, and i think the one of the issues is probably here you don't see it as much but if you look at some of the bigger countries that are really kind of like commercialized and industrialized farming you look at what that's doing to taking out the lungs of the planet in the likes of the amazon and stuff of like that to provide yeah. fuels to grow stuff we don't see that and um, we have the effect of it when we look outside and it's still raining other countries are feeling the effect of it when they're flooded or when the forests are on fire so Again, if it impacted upon us, if we had constant amounts of rubbish being washed upon our shores, we'd get a little bit peeved. Do you know what I mean? It's the fact that we don't see it. So if we don't see it, it's not happening. OK, well, look, that, that, that's a, a,
0: a wider conversation and one that is going to continue. Uh, but in the, the, the very short term, the immediate term, I will be devouring these waffles and hot chocolate <laughs> sauce because they're absolutely delicious. Uh, 10 out of 10 again, Paul, fair play to you. Um, the only thing is it just means, you know, you're constantly raising the bar for what you're going to come <laughs> up with uh, the next time. But my thanks to you, uh, Paul Napsty, the firefighting chef, and to your assistant, Casey. Casey, thank you very much for coming in. Okay. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> and support Liverpool. Liverpool. Support Liverpool. Oh I'm take, I'm turning his <laughs> mic off after that. It's Liverpool down in, what is it, eighth or ninth place. Okay. Uh, there, cheers, Casey. That's the only time we're having you in now because you probably come in with a Liverpool jersey the next time. You are listening to Morning Focus. 0818 400 964 is the number to give us a call and you can text or WhatsApp 086 1800